Well, it is Halloween week, and it's something that we've been doing for a couple years now. Spooky, scary situations for the Rays. We're, we're going to get into the holiday spirit. Yeah, so take out your candy, your leftover candy, and let's have some fun starting right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Lockdown Race Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Lockdown Rays. And follow us on all the podcasting platforms that are out there. Email us anytime, LockdownRays at gmail.com as well. All right, so we put it out there. We'll get some listener comment and take on this but first we'll give our opinions on this question this situation in celebration of halloween week the halloween holiday that just passed what would you consider to be the most quote-unquote spooky or scary situation for the race this offseason and or in 2024 ulysses how do you handle this there were a couple that were uh, swimming in my head when this when we came up with this uh, tradition for this year. And the first one was obviously number one, uh, you know, the wander uh, mm-hmm. situation that that, uh, of course, I think it's the spookiest of them all. Um, the in, second- that, in that situation would be him not playing again in a raise uniform and the allegations uh having coming through teeth to them yes yeah yeah that that would that's the spookiest but if i wanted to get away from that one and then i thought about the stadium situation uh what if that all comes crumbling down but uh you you got to put good energy in the ether yeah so i'm not going that way but i have to choose something and then i i keep hearing i keep uh seeing topkin articles and people on the interwebs saying oh you got to trade you know, glass. Now you got to trade Randy Rosarena, perhaps a Yandy Diaz to sell high after the batting title and a tremendous season overall season that he had. And I came up with the R word retool. That would be spooky to me. If the race front office uh, sits down and says, you know what? Our starting rotation is not going to be as solid as we would like it to be. We've got a guy like Taj Bradley and Shane Boz who are going to be prominent. Uh, one coming from TJ and one being in his sophomore season. What can we really expect from them? Zach Eflin coming from a career year. Is he that guy or is he the guy that you've seen the last six, seven years uh, before this one? Um, you know, you, you've got a guy like Zach Littell. Who is he? Can I, anybody actually put green Skittles all their green skills saying, yeah, of course he's the guy that we saw that can give you six, seven innings shutout. He could be a guy that just had the best 100 innings of his career and will never replicate that event uh, uh, again. <laughs> I mean, that could, that's, that, we've seen enough baseball to know that that's a 100% probable uh, thing. Maybe not a 100%, but that's a definitely, that, that's, a, that's a probability. That's in, in, in the books. So if they sit down the front office and say, hey, look, our starting, off, uh, our starting rotation is not going to be the same. 
Um, our, 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 our position players, they had a tremendous offensive year, but we do not see Jose Siri being a 25 homer guy. We cannot bet on Isak Paredes being a 30 homer threat. Um, we got to get rid of Manny Margot. We got to get rid of Harold Ramirez. And maybe we do see a trade with Randy Rosarena. That would scare the heck out of me because yeah. that would mean a retool is coming. And I know the Rays can, can do more with less than anybody in the game. Don't let anybody tell you any different. They can do that. But seeing the success that they've had since 2018, I know 2018, they, they didn't get to the playoffs, but they were a 90-win team with a college team, basically. It would scare me to, to, to go back to retooling, which was that year, by the way. The retool year was 2018, and they got 90 wins. Could they do that again? Sure. But again, it, you're talking about probabilities. And if you like baseball, you know about probabilities. And the probabilities are that when you're retooling, you're not really expecting to be a 90-win team. That's just when things came out very, very good for you. Yeah. And we should be using probably a different verb than retool. Or Retool would be a scary situation. We should be talking about a 99-win team and bolstering, supplementing, adding, making stronger, fortifying. Yeah. I don't know, something like that. Now, out of some of those ideas and possibilities that you mentioned what would be the scariest for you would it be trading glass now would it be trading randy would it be trading yandy out of those three what would freak you out like whatever is the scariest horror movie out there gosh this is a scary movie i would be um i would not be fun <laughs> fun person yeah. to be around in the movie not be theater. fun ulysses that's for sure <laughs> no um i think the one that um look glass now leaves who's your ace and before people say zach Eflin, i get it he had a great year it was a career year too by the way it was his best year out of like seven in the major leagues so are you really expecting him to be that guy that's who he is now okay fine but it just seems like when you brought him in, he was supposed to be a three or four, not a one, not a for sure one. So that makes me kind of uh, hesitant about wanting about saying, yeah, trade glass. Now, when you're talking about Randy Rosarena, it's a guy who's been back to back to back 2020 20 seasons, man. Like that that doesn't grow on trees. Yeah. And I can and tell you that because he's like, what, one of the three players that have done that in Ray's history. Yeah, it's it, definitely what he's done. That's a, uh, that's a rarity, but even beyond that, uh, what he means to the organization from a marketing and branding and franchise player perspective, take Wander out of the equation. Uh, who do you synonymize with the Rays right now? It's Randy Rose right now. Who, who do other, not just Rays fans, but across baseball, who do they think when they think of Randy? They think, okay, yeah, he plays. He's the one guy I know that plays for the Rays. Now, I don't think everybody knows of Tyler Glass now, but everybody knows Randy. You need one guy on the billboard. Who are you putting on the billboard? You're putting Randy. So now you had a whole situation with Randy Land in throughout the season. You're just gonna give that away? That's money. That's money. That's that's fans who, by the way, Randy Rosarena is the most beloved race player. With, since Evan Longoria, 
I know you can tell me Brett Phillips. I know you can tell me G-Man Choi, but those players did not put the productiveness that Randy Rosarena and Evan Longoria did. So they were just like, it, it was a one-sided fan favoritism, you know, if, if I can put that in there out there. it was almost like cutesy that uh g-man yeah. Choi and brett phillips were fan favorites okay right. average below average players um you know they had their moments for sure but they weren't all stars no no so so Randy rosarena really is the first fan favorite with product with with production on the field since evan longoria punto yeah. punto i mean if you want to argue that, I can, I, I'll, I'd be able to say, okay, where's that Randy Land for that other person that you're that you're suggesting? Mm-hmm. So, I think if the Rays are smart and not only like, oh well, can can this guy really can Randy do 2020 again? Can Randy be a productive uh, offensive player? Are we really, uh, you know, should we pay him nine million dollars for the for the production that he's going to give us? I think that after those questions are answered in that room, the next question would be, how much money are we losing by not having yeah. Randy Land? How much money did we gain in 2023 by having Randy Land? Because I can tell you, I went to Randy Land, I think, three times, and it was a fool. Yeah, it's it's a it's a vibe, and you lose some brand equity when you take Randy off of the roster. And while... You know, you could argue that maybe he's a little bit overhyped, overrated. Who cares? People love Randy, and I think he's just about – there's not much more ceiling. He's at his ceiling. I don't think there's much more to be uh, untapped, but his ceiling's still pretty darn good and, and well worth $9 million. You know, 2020, you're going to play 158 games and, you know, give me a 270 batting average and, and do other things as well to supplement the team. Sure, but, um, yeah, that's going to – that'd be a really, really tough – pill to swallow for the fan base and th- there's been a lot of tough pills to swallow yeah <laughs> uh over the years in terms of twa- uh, trades and let goes and things of that nature as well but it would it wouldn't be the first it wouldn't yeah, be the it, first yeah it would be a, a spooky situation that's for sure yeah. um all right I'll, I'll give you my take on this and then we'll get uh to some listener comments but first we have to tell you this uh score early this nfl season with FanDuel, america's number one sports book right now New customers get 150 buckaroos and bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right this very moment. The app is so easy to use as well. Uh, and there's a wide range of awesome, awesome betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more so here's what you need to do it's very simple okay visit fanduel.com slash locked on fanduel.com slash l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n to kick off the nfl season fanduel they are the official partner of the nfl all right um so ulysses you unveiled your scary spooky situation with the Rays. I'll give you my thoughts here. Um, as unfortunate as it is, I've almost become resigned to the fact that Tyler Glass now will be traded. I've almost resigned to the fact that Wander Franco won't be returning in a Rays uniform. So I'll take those two items off the table. And here's a couple, I mean, we could create a podium. I'm just going to list them out. Um, things that, uh, could really, uh, Freak me out and throw me for a loop here. 
Uh, one, Brandon Loud not being able to stay healthy, not being able to stay field, stay on the field and and be productive. Uh, we look at it. He played 100 games this past season, 65 games the year before. Without him, there's a void, of course. That's one thing. The other thing, too, and, and we've mentioned this, um, especially going into the playoffs, uh, especially if you're without Wander and you're without Brandon Lau and maybe some others as well, you need a, you need a, a glue guy. You need an Eric Kinski. You need a Cliff Floyd. You need an Evan Longoria. I think that is something that the Rays have to address this offseason, be it in free agency or via trade. And we can throw out name after name after name, but something along the lines of Brandon Belt, Justin Turner, J.D. Martinez, those are just a couple to, um, to yeah. marinate on a little bit. Another thing is adding some pitching help, some veteran pitching help. Go out and do what you've done in years prior. Uh, get get your Michael Walker 2.0. And maybe not a great example, but get your Colin McHugh 2.0. Get your, your Brooks Corey Bailey, Kluber. Your Corey Kluber 2.0. There's definitely going to be guys out on the market. There's you know Jack Flaherty. If you really want to get crazy, there's some there's some big names out there as well. But yeah, that is what um, would uh, unnerve me a little bit is if you don't get some sort of glue guy offensively position player type, and you can be a D8 and still be a glue guy. I'm fine with that. Uh, and then going out and getting a veteran arm or two, um, a reliever, you know, one inning reliever, high leverage reliever, uh, long relief guy, starting pitcher something multiple somethings yeah no i I, uh i think not getting a um not getting a healthy brandon lau would be a scary thing not getting a veteran guy um in either the the position player or the or or the pitching uh pool would be a scary thing Uh, i feel like with if you want to do a podium i think what what would scare me the most in your world, where you're playing with glass now, not being part of the race, then it would be the scariest thing would be not having a veteran pitcher in that rotation. Yeah. Um, we we heard Evan uh, Klosky, um tell us that you could, you know, in his opinion, just his opinion, that perhaps Zach Eflin felt a little bit of pressure of being the guy and might might have been a little bit surprised to find out that he had to be the guy um the leader in that in that clubhouse uh, when that clubhouse had been to the playoffs for four straight years and here's a new guy and then boom hey here you're you're the guy now here's your yeah the minute you sign that contract all right can you can you be our leader can you hey, round the hey troops? Man. Hey, man, hey. Can, can you be the guy real you're quick? You're the captain now. Yeah. You're that's the, basically yeah. what it, I mean. It, I know we're joking, but I think that's kind of how the situation was. The the Rays, again, they don't they don't hand out $40 million contracts on trees. No. And, and and of course, that gives you a pedigree, right? If if the if the team that's giving you their biggest ever free agent contract, that that already means something in the clubhouse, right? Yeah. Um, but I. It does speak kind of, if I say poorly, is it 
too much of a negative word uh, to use. It speaks poorly that... Maybe it's just kind of alarming. Okay, thank you. That's a better word. Scratch poorly, people. It's alarming that the guy was just the free agent they got. Like, there wasn't really any competition at all. Yeah. Like, to be the guy. And then Jake Diekman comes around, a veteran, which you like. And then he seems He's to be the, the guy, guy now. So it, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of it's like... Johnny come lately is that are having to be the leaders of this group. You know, and, and you said it, Kevin. The Kevin Kiermeyer effect. Boom! Indiana bump, baby. Indiana yeah. bump. We don't talk about the Indiana bump enough. Kevin Kiermeyer. Boom, he's gone. And you feel that void. There is no rah-rah guy. It doesn't matter if he couldn't stay healthy on the field. He was in the clubhouse. Yeah. He was with the boys. And he's a position player, mm-hmm. which is different than being a pitcher, towing the rubber every five days. That it is, is true. It is. And this is not me saying it, who has never played MLB uh, uh, level ball. This is like MLB position players who are retired saying that stuff right that it's not it's not the same being a pitcher leader in the clubhouse that than being a, a position player yeah uh kicker on a football team really hard for them to be the leader thank you got to be a quarterback got to be a middle linebacker something of that ilk uh and i'll throw this out there something that might and i know we're gonna have more fun with trade scenarios and free agents and things of that ilk, but maybe what could stomach Tyler glass now not being in a raise uniform, if they do a little switcheroo, swap the salary game and uh, bring in some reinforcement and some art uh, artillery alongside Zach Eflin and company, Aaron Nola is going to be out on the market. Mr. Yeah, I, I can wake up every season and guarantee you 30-plus starts in 190 to 200 innings, year in, year out, year in, year out, year in, year out. Just throwing I mean, it out there. I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested, especially because I know that he's playoff proven, and that's a, sure. that's a tremendous thing to be. Um, yeah. That's <laughs> – I mean, see that – Hey, we're, we're kind of tired of seeing guys uh, go down left and right with uh, arm, elbow, shoulder, wrist injuries – whatever it may why be. would and, and who knows maybe you know there's there's always going to be a, a time that comes for any pro athlete but man you've you've proven for for many many years that your body can withstand uh throwing throwing a baseball at the highest level yeah yeah i, I mean nola i think it's pie in the sky but i love it yeah but, for sure but but yeah, it's 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 really nice. But yeah, you have to find that guy. Maybe it's not Nola, but it's your it's your veteran guy who who's been there, done that. I, I just feel like, man, it would be a spooky thing to have. Not this is not against Zach Eflin again. If he's your opening day starter, if you were told that, Kevin, and everybody here watching on YouTube and hitting that like button. Come on, guys. It's 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 super simple. It's right there. You can do it. And I think that, you know, uh, Luke Rayleigh wants yeah. you to hit that like button. I think Luke, Luke Rayleigh, Rayleigh does indeed. wants you to hit that like button right now. Just do it. Boom, boom, boom. Real quick. Um, I think it would be kind of not even head scratching. The next thing after head scratching, if on opening day 2023, I would have told you, hey, Kevin, 
next year, Zach Eflin is going to be the opening day starter. You would have a lot of questions. Everybody oh, here yeah. would have a lot of questions of like, what the F happened if yeah. Zach Eflin is our opening day starter? What went wrong? Who got injured? Who got traded? Yeah. No, it would be uh, quite the scenario for sure. Um, getting to, and no disrespect to Zach Eflin, it's just not what we expected. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if he's able to keep up with the production that he put forth this past season, then, you know, he's kind of a fringe He's he's not an ace as you would, you know, utilize that term of, you know, there's 10 guys in each league that you'd you'd give that demarcation to. But you could, you know, stomach it a little bit more of, okay, yeah, this guy who put up these numbers and he's a uh, top of the rotation guy. If he keeps doing what he did in 2023 without a question in my book, not an ace. Right. Yeah, he doesn't give off ace vibes he yeah you're you're right on that that point um okay moving along here listener comments on the spooky scary situation uh caleb says trading glass now uh brasso bro says losing franco and being on the hook for his contract i really hope that if big if he is found guilty the rays are able to get out of that contract. Uh, there's gotta be some sort of, uh, clause in there. Uh, I would think, um, Gosh. when you're dealing with that type of money, um, I would think so. Know, lawyers get paid enough to, to write those things. So yeah, there's gotta be some sort of out. The lawyer uh, was taking like a day off. He was like, Oh yeah, do the, yeah. whatever the clause. Yeah. 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 Just glanced over it. Um, <laughs> didn't look at it closely. I've been guilty of that. Um, JP says not making any moves and expecting better results. So kind of what we're both saying here, um, you know, just standing pat retooling or not signing anybody whatsoever. Uh, Michael Ray says like last season, yeah, it would be disappointing to win 99 games and then a quick exit in the wild card round and having a total offensive ineptitude and some misplays in the field and some bad pitching performances as well. Um, AJ says St. Pete quote unquote agreement falling through. Yeah, that would really suck. And I got to say, I don't think that the agreement is going to fall through, but you certainly have some uh, political angles and um, people that uh, at the very least want their name in the paper uh, and and want their voice heard. They're, they're, they're shaking it up a little bit. They, yeah. they really want to, you know, make the raise and the mayor sweat to get that uh, 600 plus million dollars. Um, so it's not, I don't think it's going to be as easy as wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Um, you know, it's a done deal. Like there's going to be a lot of conversations and it's tough questions are going to have to be asked. And it's not like, okay, we see a first draft of the agreement. We're ready to sign it. It's, it's going to take some time to, to really uh, solidify. Did you see that they wanted to include at least one day where the uniform says St. Petersburg Rays? I actually like that. I'm cool with switching. I'm it okay with after. it. I'm okay with it. But those are like this type of, yeah, it, lack of a word, lack for a lack of a better word, shenanigans, right? That you're going to be seeing from from this whole political act. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of that for sure. Yeah. Um, Josh says, I fully. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm reading a, a reply here. Oh, a reply to the St. Pete agreement falling through. 
Uh, Josh says, I fully expect this to take place. Nothing over the years makes me think this deal gets done. Yeah, uh, we've been um, hoodwinked before and, and think that things are going to happen and they don't happen. So I get what you're saying. Uh, Sam Bayless says, keeping glass now. Then he gets injured, start of the season. Yeah, that would not be fun uh, whatsoever. Race Fangio says, trading Margot and glass now. Trading Margot would really throw him for a loop. Okay. That's, that's maybe uh, the first I'm hearing of that. I'm interested. Um, why would why would trading Margot be spooky? I, I want to, because maybe there wouldn't be... Um, maybe no return for that? I don't know. Um, yeah, that's that's a that's an odd one because I, I think we're I thought that as a fandom we had all been like, yeah, please trade Margot and his ten million dollars and I don't care what we get back. Yeah, I don't know if he's looking at it from you know, Margot is kind of a veteran battle tested guy and he um he seems to kind of rally some of the latin american players and and provide um you know linda linda helping hand and and be sort of a a good figure for them going forward yeah i don't know i'd have to ask uh race fangio further on that one or maybe he's just a huge fan of manny margot you know manny margot's had some really good moments in a race uniform for sure yeah uh john said may i guess race fangio was not watching the playoffs uh at least uh the, he wasn't watching margot's defense his last had um, that or his defense yeah yeah uh john says we trade everyone and start tanking we also bring back the weird blue and yellow throwbacks for everyday uniforms <laughs> Uh, Mayfield and Point Truther says getting fleeced on the Glass Now trade, so he's already fully expecting Whoa. Uh, Glass Now to be traded. Just doesn't want to be fleeced for it. Uh, Zach Dab says trading Tyler Glass Now, and Ajax says Franco doesn't return and more pitching injuries. Yeah, that would uh, be really freaky. So I think all of us as a fandom uh, have said a lot of spooky stuff. So. Now we can breathe and say, yeah. hey, that was crazy talk. We woke up. It was just a nightmare. None of those things have happened. None of those things are true as of today. And uh, just hope for better things. Just hope for good things. I, I'm on the camp again, and we're going to have a, a lot of time to discuss. Should you, should you not trade glass now? Should you, should you not trade Randy or Rosarena? I think those are our big yeah. To uh, big, should we trade or not? And then, of course, what's life with Wonder Franco and what's life without Wonder Franco? Um, we've got a lot of time in the offseason to dive into those two subjects. Um, and of course, we got player reviews coming up, Kevin. So that should yes, be fun for people. We have a lot of fun coming up, maybe a guest here and there as well. Uh, yeah. Real quickly, though, before we wrap up, uh, Halloween theme and all, hit it up in the YouTube comments. Go to favorite candy. Nice. What is yours? Oh, okay. Candy, chocolate, whatever it may be. Reese's. Uh, whatever. I mean, if it's Reese's cup, cool, but they they now they have like a Reese's like long sh- sh- uh chocolate. Maybe it was like a little pumpkin thing. And like, oh my goodness, Very that good. thing is. It's stupid. So it wasn't a traditionally shaped Reese's. It was like a, a contoured yeah. pumpkin or something. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, but like you know, a, you know, a bit of thickness in there. And um, 
I was like, this is fantastic. Like yeah. Reese's, you could you could kill me with Reese's. I would be a uh, scary episode. So, you know, this is a scary movie. Um, you could play the movie seven. And that would be one of those people if you just had Reese's to give me. There we go. Yeah. Um, Reese's is a very good choice. I'm also uh, amenable to uh, a Kit Kat or a bunch mm. of crunch. Those are some of my go-tos as well. Actually, we had a trick-or-treater come by, looked in the uh, the candy bin there, and uh, we actually had a whole bunch of Reese's, too many to be in fact. And he said, got any Kit Kats? Sorry, no, he buddy. did not. He did, 100%. Ooh, His the... parents had to say, no, you can't say that. The That's audacity. A little, uh, it's a little gauche. Kit Kat. Um, quick 30-second story. In Japan, they've got, like, the most amazing candy. Like, you're like, this plus this? Like, they do, like, the oddest combinations for us. Mm. But for them, it's just completely, you know, normal. Um, I found a Kit Kat. The best Kit Kat I've ever had, Kevin. I, I bleep you not. Really? Kit Kat flavored banana okay banana and chocolate in the kit kat form my goodness kevin i saw heaven i saw like the entity of the creator and i said and they hey, actually uh it's called kit kat it's just yeah kit kat. it's not like a an offshoot it's kit kat and it's in a yellow uh envelope like a, a yellow wrapper it's oh my gosh that's amazing. oh my gosh yeah Get on the banana. I'm gonna have to Google that later. Banana Kit Kat. Maybe I can get <laughs> yeah, them on uh, Amazon yeah. or something. Yeah. There we go. All right. Yeah. Hit it in the comments. Hit it in the chat. What is your favorite go-to candy, chocolate, whatever it may be? Halloween sweet. Just we want to hear what you have to say there. All right. In the meantime, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you tomorrow.